What's up, y'all? Welcome to Finding Odyssey. It is your host, Odyssey. We are back almost a whole year later, and my sincerest apologies to anyone who has been listening or waiting for Finding Odyssey's return. Um, I will say very gladly that life has kind of pushed me back toward the podcast and that is why we are here today so um I couldn't as much as I wanted to put it off uh continue to put it off like I have over the last 10 or so months life has given me uh, more than enough reason to get back to it so here we are with Finding Odyssey thanks for tuning in guys um, so let me give you guys a brief little update. I'll start with that as far as like what I've been doing, what I've been up to, um, and just basically why I haven't put out an episode in so long. Because I've definitely missed you guys and I've also missed like letting my brain be creative and create like the intros, the advertisements that I put on my Instagram for these episodes and stuff like that. Like I had a ball making these episodes last year. Uh, but let me just give you a little bit of a reminder as to why I started Finding Odyssey in the first place. If you're a new listener, welcome to Finding Odyssey. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. And if you're an old listener, welcome back. Again, I'm sorry, my apologies for making you wait so long. But the basis of why I started Finding Odyssey in the first place was because I wanted to show myself and prove to myself and people around me and people that know me the value of planting a seed, literally. Um, so... I started this podcast. I was living in San Francisco last year with Taylor. Uh, we ended up moving back in January. That's a whole nother story for another like episode. Or maybe we'll do it this episode. Who knows? I'm going to let the, this... Just the FYI, I am just letting this episode come straight from the heart. Because I have some points in my head that I want to touch on. But I just wanted to just share uh, a kind of just like the enlightenment um, that led me back to Finding Odyssey. And I promise that I'm going to uh, fit it into my schedule so that it's more of a routine thing and that I can get you guys more episodes. Anyway, so... The whole reason I started Finding Odyssey, like I said, was to show myself and people around me what pl- the value of planting a seed and like what that can do for you. So it's been almost a year. It's been like nine or ten months since the last episode of Finding Odyssey and my has so much changed. Like so, 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 so much has changed. Like it's crazy how much has changed. And I knew that that was going to happen. I knew a lot was going to change over the next year because that's just something that I am that I like wanted to want it to happen basically so there I wasn't where I wanted to be and so I you know had plans had things in my head that I wanted to make happen and so according to if it was going to go according to you know plan in my head a lot of things were going to change in a year so finding odyssey was a way for me to one um occupy my time while i was in oakland i was fortunate enough to be able to work different odd and jobs which i my old episodes were about that so that i didn't have to work a full-time job and i had a lot of free time and i wanted to do something with my mind i wanted to let my mind be creative and i wanted to see what i could create um with you know with my mind and everything that i've been through and just the person that i had become so that's where this whole idea for finding odyssey came from and it was amazing like I ended up learning a lot about myself learning a lot about of course like uh, editing and recording and 
videos and stuff like that so which I still use and that's still like an important part of my business which I have a lot to fill you in about my business as well which I'm really excited about but anyway so Yes, finding Odyssey was a way for me to just get, you know, myself, well, for me to plant a seed. And I want, I knew a lot was going to change. And I wanted to see what that could do. Like, I hadn't proved to myself. Like, I've seen it in other instances with other people. Like, I've seen people, you know, become really successful off of, you know, the back end of really hard work. Things that they've put in. Things that they put their passion into. Their lives into. Like, I've seen people become successful. See, I've seen them reap benefits from things like that. But I've never necessarily, well, I guess I have. Um, but not in an aspect where it was like something that I... I desired to happen like an outcome that I desired to happen like I wanted to make that happen so anyway I planted the seed of the podcast because I wanted to put something also um, the second reason was because I wanted to put something that was my complete genuine self out to the world um, so in all other aspects of life I've always had to like I, uh, everybody knows what I'm talking about but I don't necessarily know how to say it I've always had to like be will like conform myself the version of odyssey based off of who like i'm around so like if, for example if i'm at work in a professional setting you know i would change to professional odyssey meaning that like i you know i would tone down this tone down that do different things with my hair wear different things than i you know necessarily wanted to that kind of stuff or if i was in um a setting with people who weren't necessarily who were like more introverts versus like me i'm a super i'm super 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 extrovert like i'm talkative I like meeting people all that good stuff I go through my times but most for the most part I'm an extrovert so being around people who are like introverts I would like you know box myself in not necessarily be completely myself maybe like adjust the things that I say or you know based off of like not wanting to hurt their feelings or not wanting to um impact them a certain way or have them take you know what I'm saying the wrong way or something like that but basically I've had to adjust myself based on different environments so finding Odyssey was a way for me to put my 100% complete genuine self like there were no expectations in the realm of me in a podcast like it was my um it was my like free I got to be free to do what I wanted to with it I got to make it about what I want I got to design you know the cover art and stuff like that how I wanted I got to do like the episodes about what I wanted talk about how I wanted there were no expectations for like the quality of the episodes or anything like that because it was all up to me so I wanted to put something that was literally 100% genuinely me out to the world um one for just like the like people to like understand me in my mind and how I think to maybe get a, a better insight of you know why I do some of the things that I do how you know why I think some of the ways that, that I think um and things like that just maybe hoping to give people um insight because I feel like I live like I feel like my as far as like how I handle things in my mind things like that I've gotten really good at it and so I'm wanting basically I feel an urge a tug from like the universe or God telling me to like share these things with the world so I wanted to give people a little bit of insight as to how I think, why I think the way I think, what leads me to make the decisions that I make, and how um, it keeps basically just like working for me. So I wanted to share that in hopes of encouraging and inspiring other people to do the same thing and to follow their, you know, 100% genuine selves because that's like what you were sent here to do. Again, all things that we touched on in previous Finding Odyssey episodes. And um, if you are new here, definitely go back and binge watch or binge listen um, all of the previous Finding Odyssey episodes because there are definitely some gems in there. So back to what I was saying, two reasons I put out Finding Odyssey was to plant a seed and to put something that was 100% genuinely me out to the world. 
and I got to do that and I wanted to show myself like I got into it and I put out I think four episodes and I got caught up in trying to figure out how I wanted to do the fifth episode because that was big to me the fact that I had made it to five episodes and I even like pre-recorded an episode I have an episode which I will probably drop eventually because it does have like I said some gems in it um I'll probably edit it and go through it and drop it because it was very um it was a very important episode to me. I actually recorded that while I was in Vegas uh, almost a whole year ago. It was in November. And that was going to be episode five. But I was just caught up on how to like release it or what I wanted to do. Um, and how I wanted to make it special and portray that it was special and how special it was to everyone else. Like to me. Um, like I wanted to show you guys like how special it was to me. So... I got caught up in doing that and then of course life got away you know for me and I guess that's how we can start uh, I guess the story of what I've been up to so welcome to finding Odyssey again guys thank you so much for tuning in um that was like my little intro just to warm you guys up but now to dive in like I said I got caught up in trying to figure out how I wanted to do the fifth and final episode um, there was a lot that I was doing around that time. Last November, my friend uh, Jack was on tour, and he had invited me to a few different shows. So I went to uh, the show in because I was living in Oakland. So we went to the show. I went to the show in LA with a couple of my friends, and then I went to the show. We rode the bus from LA, the tour bus from LA to Oakland, or was it San Francisco? One of those two. And then he had another show. Um, in another city that has escaped in my mind that wasn't too far away it might have been San Jose I wasn't too far away from everywhere so I was just kind of like with him for like those three stops of the tour and so I did that and then I also went to Vegas with one of my um, old co-workers that I used to work with so I was doing a lot all in that in the month of November right after that um, at the end of November I came home for Thanksgiving I was home in Kentucky for Thanksgiving um, ended up staying here because Taylor's lease was up at her apartment in November I believe or October or something like that um, and so we, she was preparing she knew that she wasn't gonna stay there she was preparing trying to figure out um, what she wanted you know what her next steps and she what she wanted that to be so in that process I came I was coming home for Thanksgiving anyway came home stayed uh, ended up staying through Christmas um, and around Christmas time I just started having a lot of health issues the end of the year is really always actually not that great for me um, for the last like four or five years I've always had like some different health issues that I've dealt with always dealing with like my female parts and everything but um, that's basically what happened and I ended up having to have surgery in January so while I was back home in Bardstown Kentucky of course you know me money making Mitch <laughs> I had to figure out what I was gonna do to make money so I started substituting which I already had you know was already set up and everything I have a whole episode about that but I was already set up to substitute so I just was picking up substitute days which oddly enough I started doing that um, I think I did it a few days when I first got back in December and then they went on Christmas break and then I started doing it again as soon as they came back from Christmas break in January and all the way up until the pandemic started in March so um, it was actually really weird how that all like transitioned but I was uh, substituting then I also applied for everybody knows well everybody should know that every 10 years the United States does its census um, 
and the census is like um, of course like a government like questionnaire thing that they send out every 10 years to basically just get data um, on like our population and to help better provide like funding and representation in, um, in DC for based on you know populations and things like that so you get to, they figure out how many you know seats at the house and um, in the Senate that you know each state gets and things because of the population and those counts that we get from the sentence. So I actually uh, picked, I had applied for that job and didn't hear some, anything for a little bit and they ended up writing me back uh, in March and um, well yeah in March and I ended up bringing on, coming on for training and that was going to be for night shift. So I was going to be working there from 4 to 12.30 so um, after midnight and p.m. and then I was going to be substituting a few days a week um, that was full-time that was Monday through Friday and then I was gonna be substituting a few days a week uh, throughout as well to save up money but of course my goal um, I see the way that I work the way that my mind works with money is that I set a goal for like weeks so I'll be like okay but since this job was actually supposed to end at the end of July because it is just like a temporary thing that's going on and so I was, it was originally supposed to end at the end of July and I'll give you guys more details on this job um, when I'm actually not in that position anymore but anyway long story short um, they ended up hiring me on and I got on and I've been working there as well they ended up uh, allowing us to telework because of the pandemic and everything going on and for substituting um, you know I wasn't able to finish substituting because of the pandemic so I've just been in Kentucky living at home um, doing a little bit of everything but with all of that going on and the pandemic going on I also uh, was in a car accident another car accident I feel like I mentioned that my first car accident where I totaled my car last year right before I moved out to California in a previous episode um, well, in 2018, well, in 2019, or not in 20, well, that was in 2019, so in 2020 this year, um, at the end of May, actually, I, um, was rear-ended at a red light by a F-350 that was going pretty fast. Um, anyway, he said his foot slipped, whatever, and I was injured, so I had some knee injuries, had to get stitches in my elbow, different various pain areas and pain points whatever and um so I was in that car accident had some injuries ended up having to go to physical therapy twice a week um the job at the census when I first started working there they actually put us on leave because of the pandemic and uh, it was like my third day there so I didn't really know what I was doing or anything like that, but um, they ended up calling us back about mid to, in, to the end of June and um, letting us know that they were going to be, you know, training us to begin to telework, which is working from home. Um, so for about a month, a month and a half, I had to drive from Bardstown, Kentucky to Jeffersonville, Indiana which is about an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back every day I had to work drive there to work 7 a.m. to 3 30 p.m. because that was our that was our training hours terrible I was dead every single day late every single freaking day 
like I said, that's another story for another time. I will tell you guys how that ended up. Anyway, fast forward. Um, I turned 25. Yay! I turned 25 at the end of July, so July 27th. Um, anybody that knows me knows that 727 is a huge, like, angel number, like, um, lucky number for me. Um, so, turned 25, um, at the end of July, and that was a kind of a big deal to me because things were just, like, happening for me like and it all started with the pandemic really honestly so um at the beginning of the pandemic and coming home with everything that was going on I made my savings goal and I was like this is how much money I want to save in this many weeks I believe I told myself I wanted to have ten thousand dollars before I moved anywhere else again and I was planning on uh, leaving, you know, just as soon as I hit that $10,000 mark. But my job at the census was to last until the end of July. So I was um, essentially planning to leave at the end of July. That was the time frame. And I was going to have $10,000 saved up by my 25th birthday. So set that goal, set that plan. The pandemic happens. I'm actually subbing and I start to hear everything about the pandemic and I'm not really sure how to take it because on TV they're acting, you know, like it's a big deal. They're seeming like I should be worried, making me feel like I should be worried, that kind of deal. But in real life, I was still going to work substituting, you know, around kids. I'm like, there's no way they would have kids around these type of things. And then one day, all of a sudden, like the next day, they were like, school's closed indefinitely until you know until at least until after spring break is what they say because this was like in march so i'm like oh my gosh that was like my source of income that's like what you know i'm being affected the first way i was affected though i completely forgot about this this year has been long as fuck guys like oh my gosh now that i'm sitting here thinking about it this year has been long as fuck so at the beginning of the year oh my gosh when i came home from Oakland let me okay so when I initially came home my fuel level was low guys send me a tip on my cash app if y'all hear this because that just was the indicator that my fuel level was low anywho I came home and my goal for when I came home was that I was going to go to get this I was going to teach English so my older brother I'm pretty sure I've told the story before on finding Odyssey but my older brother he teaches English um, in Japan at a Japanese school and he's been over there since about 2017 so I think about uh, four years now about to be four or no yeah about four years now so he's been over there four years and he teaches English over there. So me, once Taylor, you know, was had decided that she, like, was going to move and, like, didn't know, you know, how she was going to do it or what she was going to do. Like, our plans were, you know, once I realized that our plans were going to go different ways, I was like, okay, what do I want to do? Like, what do I want my backup plan to do or to be? So I decided to go through the process. When I came home in December, actually, the, one of the first things that I did was go to the post office to get my passport uh, renewed or to get a replacement passport because I had lost my passport. So I come home and I get my passport renewed because I decide that I want to teach English like my brother. Um, but in China, I had been in touch with the program that was in China and they were going to pay for um, all of my certifications and everything like that. I already been in touch with them. They already, you know, gave me some school options for 
different schools that I could look into and different areas in China that I could go and work. And so I was just going to substitute until I got all of that worked out. And then I was going to go over to China and stay there for maybe one to two years. So everything was going hot, was going. I was keeping in contact with him. I was just waiting on my passport to come back. And then I was substituting and the pandemic happened, like literally. And of course, they say the rumor is that it started because somebody in China ate a freaking bat. So like literally everybody, like my parents and everybody like, oh, and you were about to go to China. Like you were about to go to China. And I'm like, wow, this is like crazy like there's no way that that just happened like literally but it's um it was the timing was perfect so like that happened and I ended up of course not going to China like there was no way that I was going to China I couldn't even go to China because of everything that was going on the pandemic and everything so they stopped my job at substituting um because the kids couldn't get into school or whatever and I ended up being able to get unemployment for that but right at the beginning of the year I also had the idea because the different jobs that I was doing in um, Oakland the different brand ambassador jobs I started to learn a little bit more about the industry once you start to work in an industry you become sort of an expert in the industry and the the issues that you know are common within the industry and so on and so forth and so I became more interested in the industry of brand ambassador and um, experiential marketing which is still kind of like the same umbrella of what I do so it's just a different type of marketing and that's the thing marketing is huge as fuck like with the degree in marketing you can do not that I'm, it sounds like somebody's paying me to like promote a degree in marketing but literally marketing is such a huge umbrella there's so many different avenues that you can go with a degree in marketing so I was getting I was leaning more towards wanting to get into experiential marketing in which that's not completely thrown out of the window but rather placed on like a back burner and um so I started to do more research and get into it and I just got a desire to want to and I just learned about people who do brand ambassador work full-time and actually travel with it so I started to apply for all these different brand ambassador jobs within these different Facebook groups that I was in so similar to the Facebook group that I was in for San Francisco that was like brand ambassadors of San Francisco similar to that there were ones for um, actually cities all over the United States so there was a uh, brand ambassadors of U New York brand ambassadors of Los Angeles brand ambassadors of Dallas brand ambassadors of Atlanta Miami so on and so forth and so I joined all these groups you have it was you have to request to join these groups so I joined all those Facebook groups um, and we'll talk a little bit later about how Facebook and Instagram and different social media can be used um, for more than just social media and it, you can actually use them as tools resources uh, for for way more than that so we'll talk about uh, that on a different episode I have a note written down to talk about that but I used Facebook and got joined into all these different groups and once you get into them you'll just see different experiential marketing companies posting jobs that they have for different brands at different events in these cities temporary jobs and they'll tell you the pay rate how long it is how many hours if transportation is included transportation and lodging or if it's not included um, tells you all of that in the post and then it'll tell you also how to apply so like it'll say send your brand ambassador resume to um, you know this email address along with headshots and you know your availability or what days you'll be there whatever and so I started to look and see that and I realized that also like I was saying earlier once you work in an industry you know at least once or twice you start to become an expert in it but also not only that you also now have experience to use to get you more experience in that field so like it always just takes one so my first brand ambassador job it was a little bit it was the, oh, okay it was the one the um 
working at the festival last year, the weed festival in um, Outside Lands. So that was my first brand ambassador job. And once I got that job under my belt, I was able to acquire more brand ambassador jobs and at higher levels, higher pay rates um, and things of that nature. So literally any type of job um and we talked about that last year on an episode as well like believing yourself and like if you feel like this is something that you want to do something that you're interested in doing like a job or trade whatever like go on youtube learn a little bit about it learn the basics and then like lie your way into it like figure out how you can get in, you know on on the front lines like doing that job because once you get there um everything else like i said comes so easy like easy like cake um so after I got that first job, like, and had those jobs that I had worked in um, Oakland as a brand ambassador in those different, you know, in those different industries um, with those different companies, I had developed, I realized that I had developed and created a whole new resume for myself. Like, I have a whole new, like, set of experience that I can that I can list on a whole different resume than you know my resume that I was using before that was like marketing and social media so I realized that and I threw me a resume together because I do um I design resumes and that's something that started to come together for me at the end of last year as well um which we'll get back into that a little bit when I um get dive fully into odd media and how it came about and you know what it's looking like right now which is very successful so I'm excited to tell you guys about that but basically um I realized that and um, I threw myself a resume together a brand ambassador resume and I started applying to all these different positions at all these different festivals in all these different cities um earlier this year and so it actually started going really 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 good for me I was so excited I was prepared to start living my life as a professional brand ambassador guys like I literally had everything set up like oh my gosh I forgot about that until literally right this second and thinking about it like it blows my mind how much I um how much has happened this year like sitting here think about it so um, I started applying to different jobs and of course I got um them <laughs> because I had some experience and I'm just really good with words and talking to people and stuff like that so the first job I believe that I picked up was in Louisville Kentucky which was just uh right down where I went to college at so just right down from where I was staying in Bardstown Kentucky at home um and so I picked it up and it was just a uh it was for Disney I actually worked as a brand ambassador for Disney and they had a Monsters I think it's called Monsters High or something like that they had a movie a new decom disney channel original movie that was coming out and they had they were at jurassic world which was like a dinosaur exhibit that was at the expo center in louisville uh oh my gosh i completely forgot about that i had a ball working there so i was hired on to work there that was just saturday and sunday in louisville and i don't even think it was that much but again it was for more um to get my toes in the water in this area and to start just like seeing what the scene is like in Louisville and of course I did like derby stuff before but never like other than that so I worked at the expo center at Jurassic World for Disney had an amazing time it was uh, like I always do when I work those jobs it was only two days and it was right in town but I still was around people that you know I'd never been around before um or in an environment that I'd never been in before so it was an amazing experience and um I had ended up having a good time after that I applied to work at NBA All-Star Weekend which I had an amazing time at I completely forgot about that as well I uh, have my, one of my best friends, Ashanti. She's from Chicago. So 
NBA All-Star Weekend was actually in Chicago this year, um, earlier this year. So I applied to work at a job there, brand ambassador job, and I actually got that. So I was really excited about that one. That one was uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I got there on Thursday. So Thursday night, I believe. So worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And um, I had an amazing time there, too. I stayed with my friend Ashanti. We drove up there, and I bought a car. So I didn't have a car when I was in California. Bought a car when I was uh, at the end of January. Bought a car at the end of January. Drove from... Uh, at the end of February, maybe like two or three weeks later, I drove from Bardstown, Kentucky to Oakland, California, and then to Los Angeles in my new car. <laughs> Literally just me and my dog, because I still had stuff at Taylor's apartment in Oakland. So when I originally left Taylor's apartment in Thanksgiving, I wasn't planning on coming home for good. Like I wasn't planning on leaving um, Oakland and, and moving back home. That wasn't the original plan. That just kind of ended up being what it was once I got home and realized that, like, there was really no reason to me going back um, because she was about to move out. So, um, but I still had some stuff up there. And knowing that I had just bought my car at the end of January, I was like, I hadn't had a car in almost uh, a year. And I was just really excited that I had a car. And one thing that I've always wanted to do ever since I was a young girl is drive across the country. I wanted to do a road trip like with the family, wherever, um, since I was a young girl and just like really take Route 66 ever since I watched Cars, honestly. Um, and so I just always wanted that to be something that I did. I looked for people to go with me. I was like, yo, I'm driving to California in like two or three weeks. Like if you can come, let me know. Ask cousins, ask friends. Nobody was able to go, so I ended up going with my dog, my baby, Frosty, me and him, and I'll do a whole separate episode on that as well. That's crazy. I have so much content for Finding Odyssey because there's been so much stuff that's happened over the last year, but I just haven't even... <sighs> Let me just take a deep breath. <sighs> Anywho... So, me and Frosty drove to California, to Oakland, got my stuff. That was a crazy-ass trip. Literally drove 36, 37 hours there, 36, 37 hours back all by myself. I did 15-hour days, 5, 5, and 5, like all by myself. Again, I'll get more into that at a different episode, later episode, and the details and all of that. But again, it was an amazing experience. I had an amazing time. I got to spend a whole week with myself in my head, like just dealing with stuff, thinking about stuff, letting my mind wander, being in a new environment, seeing new like territories, things that I've never seen before, hills and mountains and deserts and things that I've never seen in real life before, witnessing that with my own eyes and then also getting to see spend that time with Frosty and like seeing his little face his little puppy face light up like looking out the window like that was just an amazing experience um and having to just like problem solve and things like that on my own it, it just was an amazing experience so did that at the end of February um came back and then like uh because Valentine's Day I worked in Chicago so I drove and bought my car at the end of January Valentine's Day two weeks later I drove to Chicago and back and then like a week later with the week in between or a week and a half later, I drove to California and back. And when I came back, um, it was like March. And so then mid-March, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite music festivals was, um, well, let me give you a little bit. In Chicago, I worked at NBA All-Star Weekend. I worked for Kroger. Um, that was an amazing experience. I was up there for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got to meet some amazing people. Uh, we basically handed out free snacks, told people about Kroger Simple Truth brand. And we had some cool like activations, so some cool games 
games there was like a claw machine basketball we had some um all-stars some basketball people come over to our activation as like a feature we like paid them to like advertise for us where Kroger did so they came over to um our little booth and did like autograph signings and stuff like that so I'll get into that in another episode as well but I had an amazing time up there in Chicago as well. I was on my feet for three days, long as fuck, but it was awesome. Like, I had such a great fucking time. Um, then drove back, like I said, then drove to California, came back. And when I came back from California, I had plans again. So, uh, mid-March, one of my favorite, favorite music festivals is... Um, fuck, why is it slipping my mind? in austin texas south by southwest so one of my favorite um, music festivals is south by southwest i've been there several times with my friends uh jack and um homies they used to go there um to do shows and stuff to like promote themselves because south by southwest if you're unfamiliar with this an amazing uh music festival in austin texas but it's not just a music festival they also have like film um arts different categories um that they promote um all in this during this festival that's like a week or two weeks long and it's in austin texas which is a really really cute little like hippie town so they have a lot of cute little restaurants bars and things like that that really nice like just scene that um is a really great place for this this festival so i always went for the music um and it's not it's never like super super big name music festivals and it's not your traditional music festival um it's more like different like little sets that artists that you local art not local artists but smaller artists it's a bunch of small artists from different places so small local artists from different places so that's why my friends went there to kind of just like get their names out because it's you know putting yourself in front of a new audience anywho so I had applied to work at jobs at the Super Bowl, which was going to be at the end of February or no, at the beginning of February. I don't know. Whatever. I worked. I applied to work at jobs at the Super Bowl. I didn't get any, but then I got the one at All Star Weekend and then I applied to work with them. Uh, work with a different company this is all through Facebook groups I applied to work at South by Southwest and I actually got hired I was so freaking excited because this was going to be so much money it was going to be over a thousand dollars and I was going to get paid because um one thing about working brand ambassador jobs is that like the payment schedule is weird because they are temporary jobs so a lot of times it takes maybe like two three four um maybe even like five or six weeks before you get paid um and it's usually like through direct deposit or checks but you they tell you that all up front so i usually like when i'm looking for the jobs and scavenging through all these different companies that are looking for people that's kind of what i use to like weed out different companies um so they tell you that all up front so i was um I had applied to work at the one at South by Southwest and like I said it was going to be over a thousand dollars it was going to be a week in Texas Austin Texas I was so excited I had found a place to stay and everything I was going to be sharing a place with somebody else who was working there and it was going to be for Bumble uh which is the dating app and I was going to be working like a booth there and it was just going to be mm, I'm pretty sure it was like Friday through Friday or Friday through Saturday and so then Saturday and Sunday, I was going to be off. And that was the best weekend anyway. So I was just going to, I had all planned out. I was so excited. I had it all planned out. And then the fucking pandemic happened. And one week, substituting, like, canceled. The next week, my job at South by Southwest got fucking canceled. And then the following week, my job at the census was put on hold. So here I am, like, fuck. All of my plans, my original plan to go to China scrapped because of fucking corona my secondary plan my backup plan of being a fucking brand ambassador professional brand ambassador scrapped because of going to china not necessarily scrapped but put on hold because of fucking china 
in Corona. I won't say China. Let me not say that. I don't mean that. I didn't mean that. Because of Corona. And then my jobs, like substituting the census, like how I was going to be saving my money up scrapped well at least at that point was scrapped because of corona so i was just really like upset at eyes trying to figure out what the fuck is going on but also just with a bunch of free time like all of my jobs got taken away like it was bad because i didn't have money which that i ended up you know i ended up getting um luckily thankfully to the lord i got unemployment through substituting and then i had other like ventures um that you know were a that i was able to cash on on during corona that allowed me to still hit my savings goal by my 25th birthday so that's like number one like, why I was like, I definitely have to celebrate for my 25th birthday. I hit my savings goal. Um, and that's just, like, one of many things that just, like, seemed like they all aligned perfectly. Everything that I, like, all the little things that I just, like, had wanted throughout my life. Like, I always was like, so, this is weird, but, like, ladies, you know how we have to get, like, our lashes done. We have to get our brows done. We get our nails done. We get our toes done. We get, um waxed you feel me we get our hair done like I in my life like for some reason I've never like been on the same schedule meaning that like all of that is staggered throughout the month so like I'm never like perfect not mean not meaning like perfect but I never like have like my nails my hair my eyebrows my eyelashes um my wax like I never had I had that all at the same time just because I've never been on the same schedule well for my 25th birthday this is something like very small and minute for my 25th birthday it was my first time ever being able to have like all of that done at the same time like I had I literally had like two days back to back full of like hair um lashes wax um brows like literally all of that all at once and so everything was just like perfect in that sense like another little like random minute thing is like ever since I was a little girl I used to like wish and hope and pray that like my nails would grow long like my real nails would grow long like the acrylic nails and like I've been using dip and my nails were like they're long and they're healthy and they're cute and they're beautiful and they're mine right now like the ones that I have so like I don't know just like a bunch of little stuff like that that like that there's those aren't really like important things that I've thought about like throughout my life it's just like little inconveniences that I've recognized um patterns in throughout my life and they all just seem to like like be non-existent for my 25th birthday or like all like be perfect or like happened or like be there for my 25th birthday along with um bigger things like me hitting my savings of ten thousand dollars by my 25th birthday so just everything like came together so um after I was faced with like all this free time like after I lost all my jobs I was just like now what like what the fuck do I want to do like what's next what I knew I still wanted to move I'm still living at home currently it's um August and I still live at home with my parents um which is not necessarily what I wanted to do but I have talked myself into you know just being thankful because in like living in this moment and recognizing that I'm in this moment for a reason like God you know put me in the situation where all of these other plans that I had for myself failed and now I had no choice but to be living at home with my parents but that means not like I told myself you know that means don't be mad because you're living at home with your parents rather like step back and figure like look at this moment and figure out like I haven't been at home I haven't got to spend this much time with my parents with my brothers as an adult in a really long time like because it's just like now we're adults we have our own lives like that kind of thing so just recognizing blessings in disguise um that was something that corona taught me um as well 
being able to recognize those blessings in the skies and then my car accident it made me end up having to be at home for even longer because I had to go to physical therapy for twice a week I've been doing that for the last like eight nine ten weeks um and I just recently went to the doctor this week and I got approved to go down to one visit a week so I'm really excited so that means I will not be going to physical therapy too much longer um, and my knee's getting better and I'm feeling better and walking almost back to normal and everything. So, um, things just like, even though they're not necessarily going how I want them to go, they are still going and not necessarily in a negative direction. Um, so also during all this free time, like I said, when I told myself, like, as I was getting frustrated with everything that was at hand and everything that was going on, I'm like, okay, we'll kind of look at, um, you know, the things that you're being blind to that are, you know, blessings, um, that you could look at as, you know, positives and being able, like I said, to be around my family, my friends, um, 24 seven, like right now and or not 24 seven, but as much as I want right now and being able to share these experiences and lucky for me, nobody that I know personally, um, or, uh, has, has suffered immensely from Corona as far as like financially or, or you know, um, medically or anything like that. So I'm blessed, super, super blessed to be able to say that. But I've been able to spend so much time with my cousins that I haven't been around in years since I was younger um, to be able to just like get back to my roots family and what that means to me, figuring out what that means to me and how that fits into like how I want that to fit into my life and like me as a person and like the bigger picture, like what's important to me, basically. Um, Corona has allowed me to like see that, to figure out what's important to me. And it's also given me time to be with myself to figure out like me and you know how I react under stress how I react in strange situations in circumstances under circumstances that I've never had to be under before um it's just taught me a lot about myself and it's taught me a lot about my ability to be able to adjust and adapt um to different situations and different circumstances and it's just allowed me to be a lot more thankful and a lot more grateful for everything that's going on um in the world and everything that I have and everything that I um unfortunately do not have to deal with and and um some people you know and rather would only have to see like on tv and that kind of thing um with that being said corona has also taught me a lot about the state of our country the current state of our country um and how we are kind of in the same spot that we have been in for a really long time with everything that's going on it's kind of strange to me i want to have a whole separate episode on that but it's kind of strange to me how um with everything going on in the world you know there's a huge ass you know, everything that you have to worry about on a regular basis, you know, paying bills, your health, um, being able to provide for your loved ones, making sure your mind, your, you know, your mental is stable and that you, you're taking care of yourself, all of that. Now you add on top of that like a pandemic and the chance of, you know, people dying and not necessarily knowing how scared you should be or shouldn't be because the media doesn't portray things correctly how they should. But also on top of that, um, like... On top of all of that, add having to worry about being killed for no reason. Like, it, like I don't know. It just blows my mind that that is something that we are having to deal with during a pandemic. And, like, that just shows me a lot about the current state of the world. But at the same time, it shows me um, I see a lot in myself and a lot of power in myself and um, my ability and my friends and the people that I know, our ability to, to um, elect change. Um, and to be the change because I know a lot of people who with a lot of um, very strong, very valid, very um, 
powerful views, um, ideas, and such that I've only been been able to be exposed to because of the current situation that is going on. So there's a lot of different negative ways to look at things and positive ways to look at things. And if you know me, um, you know that just as much time as you can spend looking at the negative things, you can also spend that time looking at the positive things and being the change um, rather than just like looking for the change or looking for the need for change or, or recognizing the need for change. Um, so... Um, I want to encourage everybody to just continue to pour into yourself. I know this episode has been a little bit longer um, than our typical Finding Odyssey episodes, but I wanted to catch you guys all up to speed without um, missing anything, <laughs> and without leaving anything out or holding anything back, because that was a big thing um, with me and with Finding Odyssey. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be right back though um, to tell you guys about the most exciting part of this episode and uh, the last reason that, uh, or I guess the main reason or the reasons that I was drawn back to Finding Odyssey. So we kind of talked to talked about and hit on why I started Finding Odyssey in the first place, um, how I got away from it and why I got away from it. Uh, what's happened <laughs> in the time that I um, have been away from it and now the last thing um, that we need to talk about is what brought me back to it. Um, but I actually just pulled up at my lawyer's, so I need to run in here real quick and drop off some papers. And when I come back, I will record the last segment. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this is Finding Odyssey, and I will be right back. Okay, I am back. So the last and final segment of this episode is going to just be um, me giving praise to God and um, just trying to explain to you guys like the importance of what I said before, planting a seed. Like I want you guys to see it in action because it happened, um, it manifested through me and I feel like this is something that is um, so amazing to the point that I need to share it and that other people need to hear it because um, so that they can be inspired and encouraged to do the same thing. So, planted this seed through Finding Odyssey, my podcast, which you guys have been along with, um, for about 10 months ago. Well, um, toward the end of last year, I started, which my degree is in marketing. You guys should know that by now. I feel like I've said that a million and one times. My degree is in marketing and I got into like social media advertising, digital marketing, influencer marketing, that kind of thing, um, way back when, ooh, when I was <laughs> doing internships um, in college. So our College of Business at the University of Louisville had this program where um, you could apply for different internships with local businesses and of all sizes. So from agency size all the way down to small business um, marketing, some agencies. So I applied to internships. I ended up getting my first one in 2015, the fall of 2015. It was with an accounting firm, so it wasn't even in marketing. I could not, for the life of me, get an internship in marketing because I didn't have any experience, one. Two, I was just this, like, black girl in there. Anybody who knows the University of Louisville, especially the College of Business, most of the people who are at the University of Louisville and the College of Business are, like, white, like, upper-class, upper-level people. 
who have plugs and connections real gutter bitch real plugs and connections like um mulatto said but for real they got um plugs and connections so it was really hard for me to get an internship let alone an internship in the field of marketing um at, with no experience with no prior experience and at the uh, level that i was at so i think i was a sophomore at the time so I applied to a lot of different positions, didn't get like a whole bunch of them. Ended up being hired on by an accounting firm um, that was owned by black women. So the only reason I was hired on, not necessarily the only reason, but really the only reason was because I was a black female and they were like, okay, we just want to get a black female. And they didn't have a black female who was looking for um, an internship in accounting at the time. Like the, the pool for that was not um, very vast. So they ended up hiring me a marketing in, um, major to come on and do um, and do administrative work and a little bit of marketing. Um, they didn't even hire me fully for marketing either because um, I didn't have much experience. So I had to do administrative slash marketing. And so got that internship. And then again, like I was saying earlier, after I had that internship, like that first one, even though it wasn't even in marketing and it was really administrative work, not necessarily marketing, the fact that I just had something on paper to be like, yes, I've had an internship before. It opened up the floor for so many other internships after that. And I was able to obtain better ones that paid more um, and so on and so forth. So fast forward anyway, um, my senior year, I got an internship for a company called International Marketing Concepts, IMC, um, which I'm pretty sure they have dissolved since since then. They were a small business uh, boutique marketing firm, but they did a lot of different things, including influencer marketing, um, and they ran a whole website, a whole blogging website for women who were um, going through menopause or at menopause age, so women 45, 35 and up, um, who Basically, it was a blogging site where they could come and talk about different things that different issues that they experienced as women at that age going through things at that age. So with the particular problems that they have to face that are unique to them, it was a platform to, for them to be able to come and not only discuss those things, but also brainstorm um, and pitch ideas off of one another of how, as how to deal with those issues and those problems. So I thought it was an amazing concept, an amazing idea. And I also learned so, so, so much at that internship. Like it was like the, in, that internship literally taught me most of what I know in terms of marketing. Um, they gave me the basis for it. I got to get into before that I was doing internships, but they were all kind of just like they would be like sales marketing um, or like I said, the one at SKS, which was the accounting firm, was administrative uh, work and with, with just like a hint with a dab of marketing. So didn't really have too much experience in actual in actual marketing. And so after I got that um, internship at IMC, which I was thrilled about, now this they were a group of white women, um, essentially, who were looking to hire um, some diverse diversity into their company, into their office, because uh, it was a small company, less than 20 employees. And um, they were looking to add on some diversity. And at that point, I had learned a lot just like on my own and through school. And I've always been really good at talking. Uh, so I was able to just kind of like make my way, worm my way into that internship for the entirety of my senior year. Um, it was actually, no, it was for my junior year into my senior year. So it was like the spring semester of my junior year and then on into my senior year, um, the fall and the uh, spring semester. And 
um, that internship, like I said, it taught me most of what I know about marketing, but it also taught me a lot about how the industry works um, and how things move, the flow, the funnel of like how things work in marketing in the real world um, and at an agency level and how like interacting with clients, like how that should be the process of like sending proposals to clients and contracts and going through and just Everything that I pretty much know about business, I got to see it because it was a small company. I got to see it on a, a more intimate level. And then fast forward to uh, last, well, not last year, two years ago in 2019. Uh, so, yeah, last year, um, no, in 2018, whenever I first quit my job at All Trade and picked up all of those part-time jobs, one of them was at a, a small boutique marketing agency called The Marketing Company, TMC, and that was in New Albany, Indiana, um, and they had less than 10 employees. Um, so that was less than 10 employees, and um, they were so successful. They made so much money, had so many clients. Their clients loved them. You know, they had an amazing relationship with each and every one of their clients, um, and so that one taught me a lot about how... Um, to run a business and how the marketing industry and how relationships and networking and that kind of thing, it taught me about how that works and outsourcing and, and business models and accounting um, and payroll and taxes. It taught me a lot about just like the, the backbone, the skeleton of running a business. Um, so after I quit there, well, even before I quit there, when I back when I worked at IMC my senior year, while I was working there, I just got the idea, I got the spark, I got the motivation, I got the just the the urge to come up with the idea for my own marketing solutions company. And I but I wanted to, I wanted to run how the one that I was working at ran. Like I saw amazing things happening at that company, but I also saw um, ways that it can improve and ways that it could be better and also ways that it could work for like my my what I know so these were women who were going through menopause they saw a problem they saw a need and they feel the need so anybody who knows anything about marketing or has ever taken a class in marketing or anything you know that the basic uh, marketing concept is see a need fill a need so these women were all women who were going through menopause all 35 and up and they saw a need they saw a need for 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 support, a need for resources for women at that age, and they filled that need. They created um, a website, a blog um, platform where women could come, like I said, to to share these thoughts, to just express themselves, and to get solutions to common issues um, that are unique to their demographic. And so, seeing that that whole concept, I thought about my demographic and how I am a millennial black woman, and I thought about that, and I thought about how that same concept might work um, under my circumstances or in, in my circumstances and for my demographic. And I just got so many different ideas. I got so many different, um, I got such inspiration, such motivation at that point in my life. And that was all the way in 2017 that I purchased, um, back then it was going to be called Quite the Odyssey, my business, um, because I was thinking about um, Odyssey, my name, it means a long journey. And I was thinking about how my life has been quite the odyssey, quite the long journey, quite the long, meaningful journey, um, and about how other everybody else's life is, is kind of like, if you look at it a certain way, it's, you can kind of look at that as well, like, this has been quite the journey, like, quite the life, so, 
it was going to be called Quite the Odyssey back then. So I went ahead and I purchased my domain. I learned a lot about building websites and WordPress and the back end of websites and things like that when I was working at IMC. So I purchased my domain from my website um, and started working and putting together ideas and thoughts and things like that. That was all the way back in 2017. Well, over the last um, three or so years, I've kept that same idea, but it's just manifested into different versions that have not necessarily um, been able to fulfill. I've not been able to fulfill them. So I tried um, out the hand in like being an entrepreneur with some of my line sisters or two of my line sisters. We had tried. Um, we were going to start a boutique marketing agency that was called Flow. It was originally called MMG Millennial Management Group, but we ended up um, deciding on the name Flow. And it was going to be a boutique marketing agency um, as well that offered, because uh, my line sister Taylor, she's versed um, in the areas of like PR um, and marketing as well as fashion. Um, and my other line sister Kendra, she's very versed in the uh, industry of graphic design. And so we just thought at that point in our lives that we were going to create a, a business uh, together, a marketing agency, and get that up and running and do that. Well, ended up being that our lives took us in separate directions and we all had different desires as far as like what we wanted to do. So that kind of diminished after that kind of gave up on the idea for a little bit. I still kept my notes, my ideas in which my ideas weren't necessarily the same um, for finding or for quite the odyssey that they were for MMG and flow. Um, they were a little bit different because it was a different approach. It was a different um, outlook. I had more than one, you know, aspect that I was trying to fulfill and that kind of thing. Um, so gave up on that idea after flow didn't work out and then started working and doing all of that. And once I started working at the marketing company in New Albany, uh, the one that I'd mentioned before, that is when I was like, okay, I'm really ready to do this, like, for real, for real. Like, I said it before, like, but I mean it now. Like, I really, really mean it. Um, like, if they can do this, like, I can do that, literally. Like, I was a part of it. Like, I was a very integral part. Like, what made me really have that confidence is that at both IMC and TMC, I was a very integral part of the team, meaning that I, like, did very, very important things that, like, if I stopped doing it or if I wasn't there for a day, like, business would be shifted a little bit. Like, you would be able to fill it if I wasn't there for a day. Um, like the company would fill it, business would fill it if Odyssey wasn't there for a day. Yet my pockets would fill it as well if I wasn't there for a day. Like it was, I don't know, it was just weird. I wasn't getting paid. Like I felt like I, I was, my value was like the value of like what I could see my obvious value was. And so at that point I was like, okay, I definitely can do this. Like if they can do this, I can do this. And I started coming up with more ideas, starting jotting down more stuff, but still nothing ever came of it. Um, I was always a little bit like iffy on like the confidence part of it and being able to like say, yes, I can do this or this is a service that I offer and like stand on it and be able to like be confident in my work and feel confident enough to be able to give that as something that I offer other people and, and, and not only offer other people, but offer other people and, and make them pay for. Um, so I wanted to make sure that it was perfected. So um, I literally um had ideas but didn't necessarily wasn't confident enough in myself so um eventually i don't know last year um at the end of 2019 in november right around the time that i stopped recording my finding odyssey episodes um one of the reasons why another reason why i stopped um was because i got really busy with um what I now call as Odd Media Solutions. It was quite the odyssey, but I ended up going with Odd Media Solutions, um, which is the name of my advertising and marketing agency, media company. Um, 
that's completely owned and operated by me. I do everything um, from like the accounting and business side of things to also like the actual bottom end, like what makes me money, like the actual designing and advertising and creating um, everything, like literally from the ground up, it's me, I'm building it. And uh, in November of last year, I saw uh, a girl that I kind of knew, but didn't really know, like I only knew of her through other people. I saw her tweet that she needed somebody to make a website. And me, like knowing that I had the skills from when I worked at um, IMC, but not necessarily being super confident in myself, I told her, I was like, yeah, I'll bid you a website for $500. Just was like throwing a number out there homegirl's like yeah let's do it and literally sends me a deposit like that day and so at that point I'm like all right sis like you said you was gonna do it talking to myself I'm like all right sis you said you was gonna do it now you gotta do it so it was really interesting to like do that and figure out that process and build my first website by myself but I did bossygirltresses.com and the owner the girl from twitter she was 100% like satisfied with it she loved it um and after that also got a couple inquiries from uh from my manager at the job I was working at um I don't know if I got to tell you guys about that yet oh my gosh there's so much content anyway I worked at um the golden um state warriors games last year at the end of the year and my manager there he needed a resume he wanted like a dynamic like visually like aesthetically pleasing um resume and I did my own resume back when I was working at IMC literally in my free time I did it um on Canva I did it and I it was an amazing thing and people always asked me about it and he had asked I used it when I applied to that job and he asked me about it so I ended up doing his resume and just from those two things that one website and that one resume my business boomed and I could not help it literally from that point it was out of my hands like it was up to God like I submitted or I gave us um started finished that website but for bossy girl tresses and started like advertising that I did that um in between my own advertising on my page that I did that and her word of mouth you know spreading that um that word through her network like after that like I said it was out of my hands like from there, one of my line sisters, she started her business in the beginning of this year in, I think, in February or March, or she had started at the end of last year, but in February, March, we started working together. I started helping her with her marketing. She owns a meal prep company. Um, I started helping her with her marketing. From that, business boomed even more, and it just got to a point where I was like, I had to sit down with myself and be like, okay, Odyssey, like, the universe is telling you, God is telling you, like, this is what you've been asking for, this is what you've been wanting, like, this is an idea that you had so long ago, now, like, and I haven't, like, I kept building up upon it, like, little by little, very little by little, um, and it got to a point where, I didn't even have to build on it. Like, it just was there. Like, it became who I was. Like, it became me. Like, Odd Media Solutions, because that's what took me, what was taking me so long to develop it from 2017 to 2020, is that, or 2019 or whatever, is that I couldn't decide how I wanted the business to be. Like, I couldn't decide, like, how I wanted to brand it. I couldn't decide the voice I wanted to use. I couldn't decide the services I wanted to offer. I couldn't decide how I wanted to offer the services or what, you know, basis, what um, pillars my business standed on, like, you know, what we believed in. Like, none of that, I couldn't decide that. But then at that point, once it started taking off, I realized that my business is me. So, like, when it comes to, like, the brand I wanted, the branding I want to use, when it comes to the voice I 
want to use when it comes to what's important to me and the pillars and the ideals that I want my business to stand on. It shouldn't be hard because it's me. Like it's myself. Like I, I should stand, my business should stand on the same exact principles that I stand on. My business should believe in the same exact ideals that I believe in. Like my business should be branded like the way that I like live my life the way that I am, the way that is like, what is me? Like it should be like, somebody should be able to come to Odd Media Solutions website or social media or whatever, which that's not together yet, but that's a different story for another time. But um, somebody should be able to come there and get an idea of me and who I am. And doing Finding Odyssey, creating Finding Odyssey almost a year ago, 10 months ago, gave me practice, gave me a little bit of let me get my toes wet in the area in the industry of putting myself out there, like be, putting my genuine true self out there and in, in like a pretty package that is able to be consumed, able to be um, accepted by different people of different groups of different um, demographics, like from different backgrounds, like no matter what, you know, your style of communication is, no matter where you come from, what background you come from, I got to be able to put what is me, like I got to be able to put that in, like, so for example, like when they be like, sum this up, this whole paragraph or this whole story, sum this up in one sentence, so it's like my life, my, not necessarily in one sentence, like my life, everything I believe in, all that, sum that up in a pretty package with the bow on top of it. And that's like what I am. That's what makes me me. That's what makes my business my business. So I think that life just kind of like forced me to like realize that and to see that over the last like year. Um, and like I said, once I took, did the first one, business started booming, started taking off, um, word of mouth just spread. I didn't even have to like promote myself because I, like I said before, it was one of my biggest like issues was like being confident in myself enough to like be, um, to be able to withstand when I, my haters, whenever I have haters or people who have questions or want to, you know, um, think negatively or have negative thoughts or anything like that about what I'm doing and what I have going on. I had to be able to withstand that. I had to be able to be confident in myself and what I'm doing and what I believe in and what I'm offering enough to be able to withstand that and anything else that might come my way, because that's going to be like this inevitable that things are going to come my way. That's life. That's of course, that's how business, my business is going to be because that's how life is going to, that's how life is. Um, and so as all of that stuff started happening, I didn't even have to advertise myself. Like I didn't, I was confident in myself and I was getting my confidence up. The more that I did, the more customers that I, clients that I got, excuse me. And the more work that I did, the more that I put out with my name on it, um, all of that, like I was becoming more confident in myself, um, but I got too busy to advertise myself. And so that, at that point, like I said, it was unnecessary to advertise myself. Like I didn't need to. Um, so everything just kind of like fell into place. And so then get this. So I recently started my own bank account like for my business. And of course, I got my like EIN and like registered my business as an LLC and everything like that. So all of the legal stuff, like I put that off for so long because I wasn't sure if I was ready to give it my all. Like I wasn't sure if I was out of space mentally, physically, you know, just all around in my life where I was ready to give something that like where... I, like I was going to be the only one at fault if something happened like if something goes wrong like the only person like if all media isn't successful the only person that I can blame at the end of the day is myself because I'm the one that like even if it doesn't go how I want to I can still I don't have to give up I can still rethink regroup retry or do different things like and that's what I had to tell myself because it's no such thing as like just like giving up I don't have to give up unless I want to give up and at that point that's a, a thing of you wanting to get up, give up so you can't be mad at anybody but yourself so 
that was something that I had to really teach myself. And as things in life just kept happening, I just was like, wow, like it's becoming inevitable. It's at a point where like I told the universe, I put the idea in the universe of something that I wanted to do. And now the universe is giving it to me. It's like throwing that idea back at me in real life, like with real things, with real clients, with real money going into my bank account. Like it's literally throwing what I said I wanted back at me. And so I have to, and I've ha- I have to learn how to take it. I have to learn how to like swing. I got to like, if it's throwing the ball at me, I got to be able to swing and throw like give it back to it like and that's how basically how it is and so um it got to that point and it's also getting to that point now um where I have more work than I can handle like I have more clients coming to me than I have time in the day because I also don't um don't forget I'm still working full-time at the census um and so I'm working full-time at the census and then also doing stuff for odd media and right now I have over I'd say about over 10 clients um, with possible and with stuff coming on, onboarding every single day, phone calls, new phone calls, new inquiries coming in every single week, um, for new clients. And it's like I said, at a point where it's like, where the universe is like, here, bitch, like, this is what you say you want it. Like, so here, like take it and let's see, let us see what you can do with it. So I'm really, really, really excited to see what I can do with it. Um, and the last little point that I will make is that, so I was on Twitter, which I love Twitter. Not only is Twitter how I found my very first website client, but, um, I have a huge client, like huge, huge, huge client. Like I won't name, um, who they are, but I have a huge client, one of my biggest clients, a potential, um, account, um, that's going to be my biggest account potentially, um, that I've had the entire time that I've been doing odd media solutions. So, um, and I got that account because, the person who owns that business found Finding Odyssey on Twitter. They found my podcast on Twitter. And she said to me, she tweeted me or she wrote me on Twitter. It gives me goosebumps because it's such like a moving like thing, such a like it just solidified further that I'm living in my purpose and that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do in all aspects of life, of my life. Um, she found me on Twitter and she DM'd me and she was like, I try to listen to podcasts all the time and I can never get through them all the way. Like I can never make it through a full episode. I started listening to your podcast, your first episode about Zaza, and I was able to listen to it with no problem. Like I was able to get all the way through it. And it, not only was I able to get all the way through it, but it left me feeling inspired. It left me feeling encouraged to go on and to go forth to doing what I'm currently doing because it it made me um, it solidified a lot of things that I feel or, you know, it, I felt that you, you know, you spoke on a lot of things that I feel um, and you inspired me in a lot of ways that I felt I needed to be inspired. Um, and she just wrote me to say that she was didn't know I did do social media. Didn't know I do didn't know I do marketing or websites or anything like that. She just wrote me and said that this is a woman of a business. And um she said that she was like, just I really love your podcast. Like keep it up. And this is at that this was like maybe two weeks ago, if that a week or two weeks ago. And that just first of all blew me out of my mind because I'm like first of all, God, like you read me. This is like the third time on Twitter. Like there's been a couple other times like on Twitter where over the last like month where somebody will say something about finding Odyssey or remind me of finding Odyssey. They'll be like, oh yeah, you said somebody tweeted me and was like, oh, um, it was like a quoted tweet. And they were like, oh, Odyssey talks about this in one of her episodes of her podcast. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you guys listen to my podcast? Like, 
<laughs> I forgot like that I had that and that that was like something I was really passionate about at one point. And so that happened. And then um, a couple other things happened that like I said that like got my attention back on finding Odyssey. And then finally, the last thing that happened um, was her writing me and telling me how my podcast inspired her and my episode of Zaza inspired her. So I replied and I was like, because I knew that was her business page. She wrote me from her business page and I just went and looked at her um, business's Instagram and her business's Twitter and I saw that they didn't have very many followers. So I just wrote her and I'm like, thank you so much. You know, I appreciate that. Um, I actually been wanting to get back to my podcast, this, that and the third. Um, I'm like, and by the way, I do social media and marketing like I do advertising like I do that. And she was like, wow. Like, I'm so glad you said that because I'm the only one running all of our pages right now and I really, really need help. And so from my podcast, like Finding Odyssey brought Odd Media Solutions like a client. And that is where that like, I don't know, that like really does something to me. It really gives me chills because I'm like Finding Odyssey was something that I like one, I wanted to like show what it, what planting a seed could do. So I, that's a seed that I planted a whole ass almost year ago, 10 months ago. It's a seed that I planted 10 months ago and it's getting me clients here 10 months later like clients for my other business. And also the fact that finding Odyssey is something that's very intimate, very personal. Um, you get to know me on a very intimate, very personal level. Like that's something that's intimately me um, and something that's like genuinely 100% me and how I feel with no like regrets, no like bias or anything like that. Like it's just 100% me. And so the fact that that again, it should me, the universe show me that that's that intersection, that that business, like business and me doesn't have to be separate. Like me and my business are like the same thing. We are one in the same and that's how I should run it and that's how it is because that's like what it is like my business is me putting myself everything that God has made me everything that the universe has made me putting me out to the world like that package like I was talking about earlier so like that was just like the universe and God again solidifying that idea that like there's an intersection between like finding Odyssey, which is my personal self and then odd media, which is where I, my, where I, you know, um, get to manifest my professional like goals and things that I'm doing professionally. But like that intersection and the fact that finding Odyssey brought odd media, a client like was just huge for me. Super, 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 super huge. And it's about to be, like I said, not only just a client, but one of the biggest accounts that I've had yet. Um, so I'm currently working on a proposal for that client and I'm really, really excited. Um, even if it doesn't like come through and um, end up going the way it should, which I'd never try to think negatively anyway, because there's no reason that it went and our phone call went amazing. But um, like it just. I still wanted to share that because it's very important. I mean, it's very important because I want you guys to understand. I want you guys to know. And I want you guys to be inspired and encouraged to know that and to continue to live exactly who you are, live out exactly who you are, your desires, the things that you care about, the things that you want in life, because that is what you were meant, sent here to do. Like, that's what you're meant to do. That's who you're meant to be. That's what you're meant to be doing. And don't let anybody or anything else tell you different because I am a living, walking testimony of just that. Just that. <sighs> I know this episode is long as fuck and I'm so, 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 so sorry, but I want to say thank you guys so, 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 so much for tuning in. We have so much more to talk about, like literally so much more to talk about and stuff's happening every single day. Things are happening to me every single day. So I want to keep you guys updated. I want to keep you guys with me. I want to keep having these intimate conversations with you and including you in my mind and my heart and my soul. Like I want Finding Odyssey to continue being everything that it has been for myself. 
um, in me, but also any everything that it has been for any of you guys out there. Thank you so, so much for listening to me. Thank you so much for taking this journey with me, for walking alongside me. Um, this episode may not be the best edited episode, the best quality episode, but I keep telling myself that I can't make everything perfect. Everything can't be perfect at every time. Like there's a time, there's going to come a time in life where everything is going to be perfect for me. That's my 25th birthday taught me. There's going to come a time in life where everything is going to be perfect for me and exactly how I want it. And it's going to allow, and like the fact that I'm not there right now is only going to make it even better when I get there. Like it's going to make me, allow me to like appreciate that even more just because of where, like the fact that I haven't had it before. Like you are, you get to appreciate something more when you don't have it and then you get it versus if you've just had something the whole time. So, and also if I gave you guys content and quality up front, there would be nothing to improve on. So I'm giving you great content right now and the quality, I'll work on that and um, allow that to develop as time goes on. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Finding Odyssey. Peace, love, and chicken grease. Um, Continue flourishing through the quarantine and continue reaching out to me, um, talking to me, letting me know what y'all are up to. Continue living in your purpose and being exactly who you are meant to be. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys next time on Finding Odyssey.